0: Welcome to A Legacy of Preaching with Dr. Bill Burr. For one to have a legacy of faithful preaching, they must love God, love God's truth, and love to preach His truth. Dr. Bill Burr excelled in all of these areas, and he has certainly left us all a legacy of faithful preaching. Now, let's all tune in for this great message from God's Word with Dr. Bill Burr. 1 Thessalonians, please, chapter number 4. 1 Thessalonians, chapter number 4, and I have about 8 minutes after. Is that about right? About 8 minutes after? Somebody shake your head. Better tell me now. I don't want to keep you here all night long, and uh, uh, I have about 8 minutes after, and if you'll give me about 30 to 35 minutes of your time, maybe even a little less tonight, I'm sure that God will bless us and we'll be made to sit together in heavenly places. Amen. I I thank God tonight that I enjoy my preaching. I really do. I, my preaching stirs me up. I, listen, wouldn't it be terrible to come over here and try to uh, get my preaching to stir you up when it don't even stir me? Now, that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? But I, I get stirred up every time I preach, Brother Jerry. And I enjoy it, I suppose, as much as Mrs. Burr does. And I know it stirs her heart. I can look at her and tell her. Uh, Who was it, said Mrs. Burr? They watched the preachers. Was that Arnold Palmer? Uh, no, <laughs> Arnold Sizemore. Arnold Sizemore came over and he said, uh, he when he went to a, a new church, that he always looked at the preacher's wife and said if she looked like she enjoyed the message, then it must be pretty good. And so uh, he said Mrs. Burr looked like she really enjoyed the messages and I, Now, I thank God for that. Now, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse number 13, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Amen. I like that. to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And then over in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Now I want to bring you a message tonight on a complete rapture. Now there are those about today who are teaching that only Christians who are looking for the return of Jesus Christ and only Christians that are in fellowship and are faithful and are serving Jesus Christ will be caught up in the rapture. Uh, they base their conviction upon Hebrews nine twenty eight that we just read a moment ago. For it says, unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time. And uh, bless your heart. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me. I'm not, uh, uh, don't want to give the impression that I am endorsing a careless, carnal life. Now, I don't think you'll find a preacher anywhere in Beckley that believes people ought to live for God any more than I do. I believe you ought to walk right, talk right, be right. I believe you ought to smell right. Amen. I believe everywhere you go, people ought to know and understand that you are saved and that you are living for God. Now, I want you to notice this i believe that numbers of christians that are saved and are not looking for jesus i believe that they they'll be raptured bless your heart but i believe they'll they'll lose that watcher's crown amen I, I i believe with all of my heart that those who look for jesus and his return i believe they're going to receive a crown at his hand and i'm saying to you tonight those that aren't living for god They're they're going to miss all of this and going to uh, hang their head in shame at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, without apology tonight at all to anyone, I take my stand tonight with those who believe in the personal, the soon personal return of our Savior and that every born-again, blood-washed child of God is going to be caught up into the air to be with Jesus. Now, I think uh, you you put the other crowd in, in a group and call them uh, the partial rapture. Now, uh, I want to bring a message, and I want to give you some things to expose this. And by the way, there's some in and around Beckley that believe this. And that's why, if there's one of those buzzards here tonight, I want to shoot him right between the eyes. I mean, listen, I... Uh, if you believe that only those that are living for God and only those that are faithful are going to be caught up and all those that are backslid Christians are going to be left, you wouldn't have a rapture. You'd have a rupture. That's right. Uh, it, it'd be a part of them, a part of the uh, body of Jesus Christ would be left here in this world. And I don't believe that is scripturally sound and I want to expose that tonight. Number one, what do we need by the term... Uh, Rapture. Well, we simply believe this: the rapture is a catching away uh, of the saints of God. Now, that means, beloved, if you have been, have you have come to Jesus, and you've acknowledged yourself to be a hell bound, hell bound, uh, hell bent, hell deserving sinner, and you said to Him, "I cannot help myself." Dear God, have mercy on me and save my soul. I'm talking to that crowd tonight. Bless your heart. If you believe that, then every saint alive when Jesus comes will suddenly be translated and caught away to meet Jesus in the air. Now, if that doesn't do something for you, uh, if that doesn't bless you, your blessings broke. Amen. I I'm persuaded in my heart tonight. If there's one thing that ought to excite the people of God, it's the fact that Jesus is coming and that we're going to be caught up to be with him. I sung a song one night down at Kellysville. And I've sung it here. I'm going high. I like it. Amen. I'm going high. I mean, listen. uh, It talks about the clouds. and, And one of these days, I'm going higher than the clouds up in the sky. To be with Jesus and and bless your heart, You know how heavy I am. I look at me tonight, and I I went back to sit down in my seat. And uh, Brother George Stamper was there, and he looked back at me and he said, "Brother Bill, there's hope for all of us." Amen. I mean, listen, if if God can get you off the earth, surely He can get us. I saw the Dale Cox today, and he said he said he heard about a man that uh, a woman, about three hundred and fifty pound woman, one day that stood up in church and began to sing. And she sung, He Lifted Me. And the next fellow sung, It Took a Miracle. You know, well, (laughs) I don't know. I I know this. I I believe everyone that's born again, saved and washed in the blood, I believe they're going to go with Jesus when he comes. And then we mean also that we're going to get a glorified body. Amen. I like that. Now, I I tell you what, mine's about, Mine's just about wore out. I believe my mainspring is broke, brother Frank. I listen. I come in tonight. I told brother Larry Payne and his wife. I said if I go downhill and fail as much in the next five years as I have in the past five, I'm gonna be in bad shape. I mean that. I listen. I get up every morning, and I it takes me I guess at least two or three minutes to get to my bed to the bathroom. That's right. I mean, here I go, just cracking and popping and hurting and aching. I sit up on the side of the bed sometimes and, and I, I, I rub my head and I say, oh, Lord, I feel so bad. Patsy, she'll say, just get up and go on, you know. I don't want to hear any grumbling out of you. Well, I'm telling you, we'll get a glorified body. Glorified body. and uh, and, and this old body here is going to be exchanged. Amen. And we'll get a new one at the hand of Jesus. And then I want you to notice this, not only will the living be changed, but bless your heart, honey, all the dead in Christ are going to be raped. That means, listen, you go out to the cemetery and you look and every person that's ever been washed in the blood and saved by the blood and by the way, I personally believe, and I'm not going to fall out with you, I know there's some that uh, that, uh, uh, believe that the Old Testament saints are going to be the guests and so forth and there's going to be um, uh, 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 resurrection of the Old Testament saints after this. I'm not going to go into that. I'm just going to tell you I believe every person from Adam until this present day here has been saved one way and that's by the blood of Jesus. Amen. That's the only means of salvation in all dispensations of time. the not when you lived? If you got saved, you got saved by the blood of Jesus. And I'm telling you, when the trump of God sounds, every blood-washed saint is going to get up out of the ground. And I thank God for that. Amen. That, boy, that stirs my heart. Amen. Every cemetery's going to be emptied of all the saints. Now, bless your heart. That sure uh, goes away with that partial outfit, huh? I mean, all of them going to get up, Brother Cliff. So we mean that, uh, uh, bless your heart, by the rapture that we'll get a glorified body, that there'll be a resurrection of the dead. Now, what do we mean by the term partial rapture? That crowd out there that is deceptive and perverted the, the word of God. Well, I want you to notice this. They, believe, they that believe in a partial rapture do not believe that all Christians will be caught out at the coming of Jesus. They believe, they submit, that no backslider will be raptured. Now, I agree that no backslider ought to be raptured. Amen? But I'm telling you tonight, it does not depend upon your works. It depends upon the grace of God. And if you're raptured out of here and you have unconfessed sin in your life, you will face it at the uh, the bema seat or the judgment seat of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then our going to heaven is determined by the blood of Jesus and not by your good work. Now, they submit further that all babies, that not all babies will go in the raptures. Uh, they, uh, they say that Uh, Babies will be left. If they aren't saved, they'll be left. Listen. If a baby dies right now, that is less than the age of accountability. I believe that they are saved. S-A-F-E. In Jesus. I do not believe that they are accountable for their sin. Now there's a crowd out here, the hyper-Calvinists, the primitive Baptist folk, and you tell them I said so, it's wrong. I've had somebody come along one day and tell me, try to tell me, that there would be little babies in hell. Hold I don't believe that. I don't believe he wants any little children die and go to hell. I believe, they're, I believe they're unaccountable for their sins. And I want you to know this, just as babies who die are atoned for in the blood of Jesus... Those alive when Jesus comes will be raptured out and away from this earth. I believe that with all of my heart. I go to my grave believing that, and uh, I think, bless God, when I get there. How many of you have a little child that uh, that uh, died when they were very young? Maybe uh, I know Doug and Gina uh, have one, a little child, and others. Miss Painter. Uh, Mr. and Ms. Light and Brother Eddie and others around here and Brother Lewis over here. Bless your heart. You'll see that baby one day. Now, don't misunderstand me tonight. When you get to heaven and you see that little baby, you're not going to see a little baby uh, that you can hold in your hand like this. Why, that wouldn't be fair to them, would it? Amen. You don't want them to go through eternity as a little baby, but you're going to see them in a glorified, mature body over on the other side of and, and I believe you'll recognize them over there. Thank God for that. And then I want you to notice this. Thirdly, I want you to give you, I want to give you five Bible reasons. Now as far as I know, I've been preaching about uh, maybe 15 minutes. You give me just a little bit more and I'll be through. I want to give you five reasons tonight why the partial rapture theory cannot be true. I want you to know this. This is the word of God. Amen. Now, everybody, and I've said this so often, but I I want to say it one more time. I like it. I really do If I ever said anything that was good, I believe this is it. I mean that. You have, and everyone else in Beckley and surrounding churches, have as much right to their opinion as I have to my opinion. The only way you can possibly find out who's right and who is wrong is to put it on the scale, amen? And the only scale, the perfect scale of God is the Word of God. And I want to show you tonight that it does not line up with the Word of God. They have perverted the Word of God and changed the Word of God. And bless your heart, that's not right. That's not right. Number one, because it makes necessary a dismembered body. Look with me, please, in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. And look at verse number 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, friend, I can't understand this. This is beyond me. I mean, listen, if I understood this, I'd understand God. And He would no longer be God. But I'm telling you that when you are saved, you are placed in the body of Jesus Christ. And I believe He's the Savior of the body. And bless your heart, Each one of us is a particular member of that body. Now it says, For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. Amen. And then it says, If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? and the eye cannot say unto the hand I have no need of thee nor again the head of the feet I have no need of you nay much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary bless your heart let me see one of you try to get along tonight without your kidneys huh? I mean I, I don't take like to look at a kidney you I see sometimes on television on that channel 9 they have all kind of operations on that I saw them having open heart surgery on one day now, Brother Buck, he likes that. Some of you do. But, Brother, when he got that scapel out and started down the center of that man's chest, I, I flipped that thing. And I, listen, all blood, especially my own, but I mean all of it kind of upsets me, you know. I don't like to watch that. And I don't want to see my heart. Somebody said my heart's all wrapped up with fat. so said strain straining there every time it pumps. Well, I don't want to see it, Brother Cliff. I mean, I will not look at it. But I'll tell you what. You let it start pumping, and I'm a goner. And so are you. And uh, bless your heart, uh, even things like your thyroid gland and all, all these are all apart. All a part of your body. You say, Well, I, I don't care for thyroid. You let that thing get out of Kelter, and bless your heart, they'll bury you in a piano case sometime. I mean, you might go up and be five or six hundred pounds. You say, Brother Bill, you headed that way. Well, maybe I am, but I, I don't believe it's my thyroid. I believe it's this grand gland right here in my elbow, brother. brother Frank. If I could get victory over that, I believe I'd be all right, you know. Now, listen to me. I'm saying, listen, it's just as foolish to believe that part of our bodies will be left in the grave at the resurrection as to believe that part of the body of Christ will be left at the rapture. I mean, listen, can you imagine God raising somebody up out of the dead and leaving their legs in, in, in the ground? No. Can you imagine God resurrecting somebody? Uh, a, a somebody and, and and that body's arm be gone? Or, or the head be left in the ground? No. Now bless your heart. When the rapture takes place, it's going to be complete. Amen. We are complete in Him. And I believe when the rapture takes place, every blood-washed saint of God is going to go. Second, I want you to notice this. It's false. That is a partial rapture theory is false because it would make necessary two resurrections of the redeemed. Now, there's a resurrection of the just and there's a resurrection of the unjust. Now, bless your heart, I challenge you or any one else on the face of God's green earth tonight to show me anywhere in the word of God where there's a second resurrection of the just. Just isn't so. Bless your heart. We're, they're going to be raised and they're all going to be raised at one time. Then third, I want you to notice this. It's it's false. Listen. Listen because it makes necessary some sort of purgatory for those who have died unsurrendered. Now, what, what they're saying is, is simply this. If you're not looking for Jesus, and you're not living for Jesus, and you're you're not uh, uh, reading your Bible, praying, going to church, and, and you're not witnessing, not tithing, and, and not doing these things, bless your heart, they're saying that you are not Fit for the kingdom of God. And they're saying that you're not going to go because you're unfit. Now I submit to you that that, that is true. It's a true statement that you are unfit to go to heaven. The Bible says he that putteth his hand to the plow and look his back is not fit. Isn't that right? Now it does not say that you won't go. It just says that you're not. Fit to go i don't think listen there's not a person in this room tonight that ought to go not a one of us i mean we don't go there because of our works listen um the same person who dies in a backslidden condition will be resurrected in that condition and stand stand before a holy god losing all of his reward that's the resurrection bless your heart Listen, the Word of God teaches that God has delivered some to the devil for the destruction of the flesh. You can't play around with sin as a saved person. You go out and commit sin, live in sin, and and, and flaunt your sin before uh, the world and rebel against Christ uh, Jesus and bless your heart according to 1 Corinthians and, and other places in the Word of God your body will be turned over to Satan for destruction. But it says that your soul might be saved. Amen. So I'm saying to you tonight, there's no purging after this life. You don't have to go through the tribulation time in order to have your sins purged in order to make you ready for heaven. You don't need to do that. Let me tell you something else. For well, Catholic people, there's no purgatory either. Huh? That's right. Catholic people don't have it either. I mean, they're wrong on a number of things. How many of you read about the, uh, the Pope uh, that fell down before the... Uh, I had an article back. He's going to bring it out and read it to you tonight. I might do it Sunday. fell down before the, um, the black Madonna, and uh, uh, he cried to uh, Mary, Mother of God, and he committed the whole world to her. And... I commit all, all the saints of God all over the world to you. Bless your heart. I'm committed to Jesus. Amen. He's my Savior. And bless your heart. Uh, Mary, now, she was blessed among women. Don't you ever belittle her. She was pure and chosen of God. But bless your heart, she needed a Savior just like I needed a Savior. Thank God she took him as a Savior too. Amen. Thank God for that. Now I want to give you fourthly. It's a false theory because it places the rapture on a basis of works rather than on grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Save a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Listen, just as by salvation... You have experienced by grace the blessedness of salvation in the same way, by grace, you'll experience the blessedness of the, of the rapture of the saints of God. Listen, to say that only a select few will be raptured is to say that those who work and save faith serve faithfully will be raptured. That's works. Huh? I mean, if you say that only those that are living for God. Only those that are going to heaven when Jesus comes, bless your heart, you're, you're putting a lot of stock in works. brother Bill, it's by grace. Amen. Amen. By grace. No other way. By grace. By grace. By grace. No works. Not of works, lest any man should boast. And then I want you to notice this. It's false because it makes it necessary that part of the church go through the tribulation. Bless your heart and numbers Saved people will to have to go through the tribulation time. If you're saved tonight, you don't have to worry about the wrath that is to come. Go home tonight. Search out Second Thessalonians and search out First Thessalonians and you'll find it time and time again that Paul writes and tells the church there that they've been delivered from the wrath that is to come. Amen. I won't have to sit under the ministry of the Antichrist. I do not have to worry about that. I'm saved and I'm going to be caught out. I mean, listen, in type, this is taught all the way through the Bible. Go back and consider Lot and his family. Amen. Lot didn't deserve to get out of Sodom. He just as is, is wicked as hell itself. That's the way it was in the days of Lot and in the days of Sodom. And and, and he had gone down in there and had mingled among the people, Brother Jerry, and he'd had, he'd he had come so become so entwined with the people down there in Sodom that he was he was filled with sin and he had backslid on God. But I want you to notice that God took him out before destruction came. Bless your heart, every child of God, to make a difference how backslid they are. They're going to be taken out of here before God brings his wrath down upon this earth. And then old Noah. You remember Noah? Bless your heart. He mentioned him tonight. 120 years he preached to them. told them. Uh, said, you better, better get right with God. He said, God's going to send a flood on this earth. Nobody paid any attention to him. But bless your heart, one day the floods came. He went inside the ark. He was safe in there. And God delivered them and brought them through. He was taken out. Oh, listen. Go on down. The Israelites down in Egypt land. Listen, God delivered them out of there. Huh? I mean, listen, when the death angel passed through, when they had the blood Uh, Sprinkle there, bless your heart. The death angel passed them by. I've said all this to try to say, listen, that not one single blood-washed saint will experience the judgment of the wrath of God during the tribulation time. I thank God for that. Amen? Amen. Now, somebody here tonight, you you probably already said, God for that. I can go and live just like I'm going. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. There's a lot of people walking around in this world that they think they backslid They ain't never slid fault That's right. A lot of people in this world, a lot, lot of folk in Fundamental Baptist Church. There's some here at Emmanuel Baptist Church and possibly some here tonight on Wednesday night that you have tried and tried and tried to convince yourself that you're backslid when the truth of the matter is you have never received Jesus Christ and you're just as lost as hell itself.